Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Right now, our enemies, primarily China and Russia, are in a currency war with us. One that stands a very good chance of ending the supremacy of the dollar that has lasted a full century. They're deadly serious about this currency war, about starting a competing financial system, one that will crush our dollar and leave us poor for generations. Our dollar is disintegrating, and on top of it, It appears we're entering into a recession. The Atlanta Fed reported that two weeks ago now. Zero percent growth. We're at zero percent growth. Folks, two quarters, just two quarters ago, we were at six percent growth. Then on Monday, what's called the yield curve inverted. That's almost a sure sign we're headed into a recession. It's the first time that's happened with Treasury notes in 16 years. And America seems not to notice or to care. A recession on top of that disintegrating dollar that, by the way, just posted a record inflationary number in our supply chain, one never seen before, spells almost certain doom in this currency war, unless we do something now, fast. And it's as if it's not happening. This must be bizarre to our enemies, China and Russia. All we're obsessed with right now, Will Smith. Our news cycles, barely any mention. Of the coming recession, what it means for the dollar, and our ability to continue to anchor the world's economic system. No, it's Will Smith, a man clearly, patently, obviously mentally ill. And the whole country's with him and pulling for him. You could almost say identifies with him. Despite the clear signs of mental illness he displayed at the Oscars. Screaming, yelling, fighting, punching. Cursing, then within half an hour, crying on stage with tears streaming down his face as he talked about loving his family. And then, not too long after, dancing, partying, and throwing down in a clear state of mania. The guy was manic. This is obviously some kind of rage syndrome. He's not well. And yet this... Not the financial calamity we're headed into. Dominated the headlines. It's as if we don't even care about our own destruction. As if we can't muster the interest to do anything about it at all. Instead, 
It's round the clock news about what a great man the actor Will Smith is for clocking Chris Rock about how he's sticking up for his wife. And shouldn't all men be like Will Smith? Folks, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are in an open marriage. As Nolte over at Breitbart brilliantly pointed out, this is a woman who so humiliated her husband on a podcast recently that she described her relationships with her boyfriends. Nolte writes, the very thing that I believe triggered Smith's meltdown, his wife publicly humiliating him as a cuckold, is about to be talked about and examined more than ever. He writes, it's one thing for Jada to have affairs, this is Hollywood after all, but for her to openly discuss those those affairs on a podcast is beyond the beyond. Then she has Will come on the podcast and publicly emasculated him by throwing the affairs in his face. Will Smith believed he could reclaim his manhood in the eyes of his wife and the public by assaulting a much smaller man. Ugly doesn't even begin to describe it. Nolte writes, For a better understanding of Will Smith's bizarre mental behavior that evening, what might have really set him off? Listen to this clip. This was also said with the presenter openly mocking Will Smith for his wife's boyfriends from the podium it was far more outrageous than anything chris rock said yet it barely got any notice listen to this will smith winning for king richard but personally i thought his best performance in the past year has been being okay with all of his wife's boyfriends (laughs) that's a woke crowd and even off the cuff you hear the muted response the will smith family is sick even the crowd knows it it's why they didn't laugh this is the family that's being held up as the penultimate today in moral family values what a great husband man sticks up for his wife that's what women need they said on msnbc something just like this exactly the kind of alternative sexual lifestyle that the left and the woke are always promoting that we have to celebrate and accept not everything should be heterosexual not everything should be one flavor you'll be so much happier when you does will smith look happy to you or does he look sick twisted like a walking mix of pain and rage this is what tolerance gets you there are some things we should never tolerate and never celebrate And yet today we are. The best hot take on this, I have to say, came from Matt Walsh, who nailed it. Will Smith, and this is the most important thing about this incident to keep in mind, um, he has bragged publicly on multiple occasions about the fact that his wife sleeps with other men. He has long been out of the cuckold closet, very open about the fact, fact that his wife enjoys jumping in bed with strange men. So any temptation you might feel to take his side, to argue that this was a husband defending his wife's honor, as I've seen, like a few people, a few conservatives even have said, well, this is, this is right. This is traditional values. The traditional values, he's in an open, he's a cuckold in an open marriage with this woman. He laughed at the joke at first and then looked over at his wife scowling and said, uh-oh. Uh. And this was him doing it primarily as it, this was another act of, of, of emasculation by him. And any temptation you have to defend him must be mitigated by the fact that to will smith defending his wife's honor does not include preventing other men from having sex with her so you can you dare not joke about his wife but you can't have sex with her now that's a man of principle 
as a cuckold, there's no honor left to defend. He, do, he doesn't have any. Neither does she. How can he defend what doesn't exist? It was yet another display to the world of American perversion, twistedness, sickness, wokeness. If you think this doesn't matter right now, you need to think again. Last year, I did a series of podcasts on the incredible fact that Emmanuel Macron, a liberal by anybody's measure, and the leader of France, was leading the charge in France to wipe wokeness, specifically American wokeness, out of universities there in France because of the absolute damage it was doing to French society. Wokeness with its loose moral codes, its moral relativity, and quite frankly, bizarre outbursts in episodes. Macron, the leader of France, called it a poison. Why would he do that? Because the cleaving of the world had already begun. And this war in Ukraine, which is really a currency war between Russia plus China. Wherever you see Russia, think China. They're, they're there together. The whole thing is a currency war. It's a bid to take down our dollar and the supremacy of the financial system built around our country that has ruled the world for 100 years. It's deadly serious. And right now, the whole world is trying to decide what side they're on. China and Russia is pushing the world to make a choice. And the world is choosing. And if you watch Western media, you might think, they're all with us. Everybody hates Russia. Not the case. If you get a chance, take a look at this. It's a map by Ollie Vargas. I have it up on my Twitter feed today. It's a map of the countries that have sanctioned Russia and those that have not. And what these countries are doing, they're not taking a moral stand on what Russia is or isn't doing in Ukraine. They're taking a financial stand. They're making a bet on who is left standing in the sanest, most financially sound position after this currency war concludes. These countries, Russia and China, are talking currency on an almost daily basis. They know we're in a currency war. Us? We're not talking about it at all. Not our leaders. Not members of Congress. There's no debate. We don't give a damn. And they're kicking our butt from Saudi Arabia, which won't take Joe Biden's calls, but is planning a head of state meeting with China to discuss selling oil in Yuan to China. Okay, that is a mortal threat to the dollar. Because you know what comes next? Saudi Arabia is the de facto head of OPEC. What comes next is OPEC doesn't sell oil for dollars. And the dollar deflates like a balloon. But it's the damage already done by the printing and borrowing by our political class that is letting Vladimir Putin make the argument around the world that you don't want to be in dollars. You don't want to keep your country's reserves in dollars. Drug dealers don't want to store their reserves and cartels in dollars. He's saying, why would you do that? And it's a great question. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we, we have not responded. We aren't even speaking the language of currency. We aren't setting up meetings, public meetings to shore up the loyalties. Now look at this map that Ollie Vargas has put together. I have it up on my Twitter feed. It's at Tara Servatius. It'll blow your mind. It divides the world into countries that have sanctioned Russia and those that have not. Not sanctioning Russia is purely a financial decision. It will shock you. More of the world is gray, as in not sanctioned, than yellow as in sanctioned. Mexico, all of South America, all of Africa, Asia, well, basically anywhere that's not the West, hasn't sanctioned Putin. They're not with us. That, again, is an economic decision. That's a vote in favor of the dual burgeoning, developing financial system that is China plus Russia. China just challenged Joe Biden by announcing it's just going to keep right on buying Russian energy. Russia threw down the gauntlet. It holds all the cards and told Europe, basically, um, you're not going to be able to buy Biden's natural gas for, what, nine months to a year? You're going to need to buy ours and you'll be doing it in rubles or gold. That's an attack on the dollar. We haven't had an answer to it. And while the G7 countries have said, well, you know, the European Western countries, well, you know, no, 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 we're not we're not buying it for the ruble. Well, the problem with that is they can't control what private companies do. What do you think they're going to buy it for? A disintegrating dollar that you can't even hold value in because it disintegrates while you watch it in your account or the yuan or gold. You know what Putin could do, by the way, to totally change this whole calculation? He could actually turn around and say to the EU, I'll let you buy energy from me in euros. The EU's wanted to do that for half a century. They've been studying it, trying to figure out how to get off the dollar system and inflate their own currency. I would be shocked if the EU didn't switch sides with Putin and side with Putin and China if it got to do that. Watch that. It's the card I'd play. If the EU got stubborn about not buying my gas, they will not choose us. They won't. And what do we do? We pull a Will Smith. We send a leader as mental, as off, as whack as Will Smith is. This is the face we're presenting to the world. We send Joe Biden. And I say to my husband, because I'm going away for the weekend, right? I'm not going to really be able to check the internet much where I'm going. That, well, you know, we'll be, I'm half joking, we'll be lucky if we get through the weekend without Biden starting World War III. How on earth could you put him on the world stage as badly as it went last time? And they send him anyway. 
And on three separate occasions, he darn near starts World War III, including telling troops that, yes, you've done exercises before in Ukraine, American troops, hey, when you go back, you're going to see women standing up to tanks. What? We're going to invade Ukraine? It was absolutely bizarre and demented. And our enemies all saw it. So did all the countries trying to decide where they'll put their reserves and what currency they'll keep it in. India, for instance, a key ally. What did they think about watching Biden's half-demented performance as he struggled to form words succinctly? As he advocated for regime change and even hinted he'd be invading Ukraine soon. And then, when asked about it by Peter Ducey, denied any of it ever happened. It was yet another bizarre display that was almost enough to make a country like India, which hasn't condemned Russia, to reconsider its financial future in our system. If it means choosing us and, well, this. Are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back? What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple days, uh, it sounded like he told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like he said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon. And it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia. And we know... None of the three occurred. None of the three occurred? None of the three. Is it any wonder that countries making serious financial decisions like Saudi Arabia and the UAE will not even take... Joe Biden's phone calls, as reported by the Wall Street Journal and the New York Post. The Biden administration denied that, but the Wall Street Journal and the New York Post both stand by the reporting. Would you sink your future into that? They're not. This is why Saudi Arabia, when it isn't taking Biden's calls, is planning state meetings with the head of China to discuss using the yuan instead. Ironically, it was Macron, the leader of France, who's vowed to rip woke culture out by the roots in France. So for these people, it's not just financial. It's so much more than that. It's not being able to take it anymore. It was Macron who led the charge on behalf of NATO in shaming Joe Biden for his bizarre behavior, saying, I would not use such words about regime change. See, the media is not explaining this to the American people. They didn't tell him about the absolutely humiliating article in the UK Telegraph after Biden called for regime change in Russia and suggested that he would invade and that we might even use chemical weapons and his staff had to walk it back and then Joe Biden goes and denies that his staff walked it back. I mean, bizarre. Here's from the Telegraph article. Joe Biden is facing an international backlash from his own allies after calling for regime change in Russia. Emmanuel Macron led a chorus of disapproval following the U.S. president's comments in which he called Vladimir Putin a butcher and insisted that Russia, the Russian premier, cannot remain in power. Downing Street, that's the residence of the prime minister of the UK, Downing Street said it was for the Russian people to choose their leader, while Mr. Biden's own secretary of state contradicted the president in an attempt to limit the diplomatic fallout. A senior U.S. diplomat said Mr. Biden had, quote, made a dangerous situation more dangerous 
and threatened to, quote, extend the scope of, and dura- duration of the conflict. A Downing Street spokesman said that regime change was not a policy being pursued by Boris Johnson and echoed comments by Nadim Zahawi earlier, rebuking his U.S. counterpart, Mr. McCrum. Folks, we haven't seen the like of this in our lifetimes, not from the Democrats or the Republicans. Um, when they're in the, you know, in the presidency, rebuking his U.S. counterpart, Mr. Macron, the French president, said on Sunday, I think we must do everything to avoid the situation getting out of hand. I wouldn't use these kinds of words when I'm still in talks with President Putin. Folks, let, let me let me translate for you here. <laughs> Our allies in the West, the SWIFT system, the financial system built around by built by us, built around us is hanging by a thread. And it's like we don't know it. It's it's like and, and again, this is this is just looking at our media. It's all Will Smith and almost no acknowledgement that we're about to head into a recession under disastrous conditions for the dollar. I mean, Lord, folks, I, I don't even know how this ends. I, I really don't. We should be serious. And yet, you know what we're, we're telling the world? We are displaying no self-preservation instinct whatsoever. None. Gone. Almost pure nihilism. I mean, literally, our, our president on the Nash international stage drops a bomb on the American people. Oh, by the way, we're facing food shortages. Proposes absolutely no plan of any kind to do anything about it. Isn't asked if he has a plan by any kind of Ameri- American you know, member of the media. And it's barely focused on in the days after that because everybody's so busy talking about Will Smith. I mean, this is strange for the world to watch. It's so strange, which is exactly what Rand Paul said. Well, you know, a lot of times when you're around somebody who's in cognitive decline, you find yourself trying to help them with the sentence, trying to help them complete it and saying, oh, no, that's not what you really mean. Let me help you complete the sentence. Uh, But we shouldn't have to do that for the commander in chief. And it is actually a national security risk because he's sending signals that no one in their right mind would want to send to Russia at this point. We aren't trying to replace Putin in Russia. We aren't trying to have regime change. We're not sending troops into Ukraine and we're not going to respond in kind with chemical weapons so none of those things are true but you know he lives in an alternate universe where he just says they're not true and he didn't say them so i guess you're supposed to look the other way so i do think that it is a real problem and there's a humorous angle to this but it's really not funny i mean because we're worried about what he's saying precipitating or escalating you know the conflict in ukraine into a world war that's very serious worse yet biden wasn't even mentally capable of clarifying his own remarks about Putin and regime change without a cheat sheet that he held up and read to the media. It said tough Putin Q&A talking points. And we know this because somebody on the Internet zoomed in on it. This is insane for the leader of the free world to need this. Look, a leader of the free world using notes with statistics and stuff. Everybody does that. That's not what this is. He couldn't answer a simple question. He's given on the cheat sheet. A sample question from the media. If you weren't advocating for regime change, what do you mean? Can you clarify? And he's supposed to say this simple line and had to hold it up and read it. I was expressing the moral outrage I felt toward the actions of this man. He is not capable of putting that thought process together and then repeating it for the media. He's got to have a cheat sheet. What does this say to China and Russia? There is no one in the driver's seat to defend us during the most important war of our entire existence, this currency war. It's knock-knock. Nobody's home. Battleground America with Terrence.
Paris Herbaceous. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 